I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and a great deal to discuss. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by this sneaky bunch. So say hi, everyone. Trust quiet. no you one. Underestimate the sneaky sneak. No one can be trusted. You snuck <laughs> in. Nope. You snuck out. You snuck through a gate. Yeah. Do you want to level up? <gasps> yes, yes, please. Yes, please. Then let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice. Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice. Seize your sheets and D20. Let's play D&D. Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand. You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans. Take a turn when checks are missed. Roll initiative. Brandish your blades. Don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. So, deep underneath Lake Aira, the Fate Marked Five were faced with a Henge research station. The nine standing stones there seemed to be much newer than those in the Lockholt Wood, and the paperwork scattered around the room was so complicated it wasn't clear if they were unravelling the workings of a Henge or trying to recreate it. After much deliberation, the party decided to flood the Henge and use the Homeward Door to escape back to Ilwyn Manor. Still invisible, they grabbed some documents, unlocked the door and stepped through, with Gaius releasing the full force of Lake Aira being held from above. As the door closed, Orin caught a glimpse of a familiar invisible tiefling trying to reach the door after them. Oops. But they were unfortunately unsuccessful. (laughs) 
Back in Vernock Rise, you found the house deserted, except for an illusory Kierda. You quickly rifled through drawers, with Gwendolyn discovering Heron's hidden cache of money before all slipping out of the back door. After a brief scare at the gate of the upper ward, you all breathed a sigh of relief and headed out into the safety of Vernock Rise. And that's where we pick it up. You are all uh, through the gates. You are um, having had uh, some tickets checked, some not. <laughs> a little bit of underhanded play between some of you. Uh, you wind down uh, the main path, realize that you're all sort of gathering in a little side street just out of you. And you are safe. You are visible. And uh, you're, you're in Vernock Rise. Uh, so are we kind of gathering in a group or are we still trying to kind of keep ourselves separate? I think now we're past the... Um, yeah, past the checkpoint. We can... We can, yeah. Kind of a discreet mm. Loiter over towards the rest. Yeah, kind of keeping an eye out as to who's maybe clocking them. Um, Gwendolyn is going to say, I'm actually on second thoughts thinking Drake's isn't the best place. Many people know us there, but there is a place I know that is quite discreet. Um, I'm assuming oh. rooms will be quite expensive there, but... Oh. Uh, these bags of money feel very heavy. <laughs> oh, I true. Would you mind if we changed plan and went there instead, just for somewhere that more out of the way? Yeah, I don't like the the uh, Drake's either. Is that the place that offers the uh, certain tea packages, Gwen? Oh wow! Uh, yes, and nice baths as well. But I'm sure there'll be rooms. Um, oh, I'm, I'm well in. <laughs> Gwendolyn blushes slightly, and oh uh, yeah, it has been a long time since we've all had a bath. Yeah. Do we do we know this place? Has, has she explained this place to us yet? No, you know she hasn't. She got the company from somewhere, but I'm not yeah. sure if she's re- she's not really told you a huge amount about it. So <laughs> yeah, this will be your first time, uh, and she still doesn't fully know what yeah. it is. <laughs> she's got a better idea, but she uh, yeah, clearly would have because I think he did clock the I think person coming through and be like the That's three it. of us. were sat at breakfast yeah, the yeah, next we, morning. We, all three of us sat all at breakfast, witnessed like, someone leaving and went. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, you probably won't know exact about the exact place, but you might have mm. an inklings. Yeah. Sure. So, David, um, if Gwendolyn may, mm-hmm. can she start discreetly leading um them through the uh streets to find refine the tipple, and um, but very much keeping an eye out as she's going for anybody who might be clocking them as a group. Yeah. Um, I'd say make a make a perception check to keep an eye on um. Anybody watching you as you move through the town? Uh, that's only a, a nine. Um, so with a nine, um, you're pretty certain nobody's watching you. Um, like you have a good look around. You're a little bit, you get a little bit distracted as you're sort of moving through streets that actually you haven't moved through before mm-hmm. um, to, to reach uh, the tipple. But it's, it's not long before, before you do find the red door out in the street. Uh, that you're looking for. Amazing. So uh, Gwendolyn kind of, I can't remember, knocks? Is it a doorbell? Or... Yeah, you can knock on yeah. the door. Yeah. She knocks on the door. Um, and after a brief moment, uh, a young, sort of pale-skinned half-elf with pink hair who you recognise instantly opens the door and kind of uh, nods ahead. Uh, hello. Um, yes, hello. Thank you for opening the door. Um, I was wondering if, uh, if we might get some rooms, but we need to be very discreet. Oh, we're always discreet here, darling. Of course. Rooms for all five of you separately, or one large room? Gwendolyn looks to the group. 
Maybe a large room. I would say one large room, yes. Yeah. A wonderful party. Just a discreet one. Yes. A discreet party. Of course, come in. Come come on inside. Please do. David, has it dawned on all of us where this place is, what this place's yeah. business is? Um, anyone who doesn't know, you can make an insight check, <laughs> I would say. I mean, Guy in his... Guy's experiences. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, Orin knows. <laughs> I would probably suggest maybe like just a, a few private rooms, just you know, for like you know, sound of mind, a bit of privacy. Oh yes, of course. That's uh, that's very much what we do here. Uh, yes, of course. But it's whether we need one big private room or several big private rooms. However, however it is, we do have rooms available. So, um, and all soundproofed. You'll be glad to hear. Perfect. Oh, lovely. Yes, you can't hear Wonderful. through the walls. Very thick walls here that we have. <laughs> Gwendolyn kind of wonders for a moment why they're soundproof, but doesn't want to like oh seem naive. <laughs> <laughs> I think Juna clocks it and is like, mm-hmm. Enkidu was silent for the whole time. <laughs> yeah, of course, Enkidu grew up in a brothel, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, in comparison, Enkidu, um, this is kind of on par, like style-wise with where it is uh, that you grew up hmm. the the this feels like the like the plush wallpapers have maybe been updated a little bit more regularly hmm. um but no it was it's it's in a weird way it has like a feeling of home for you oh yeah um like childhood memory comes flushing rushing back even though you're kind of aware of what the business is mm, yeah <laughs> odd juxtaposition for you but <laughs> yeah um yeah, so he leads you in, and he leads you into uh, just a small, like, plush uh, waiting room sort of with a couple of lounge chairs and uh, big fluffy pillows and things, and steps away for a while um, and before coming back and just saying, uh, a room is, has been prepared for you. Would you like to pay by the hour? Are you, are you here for an extended stay? How much would it be to stay for the night? For an entire night? Yes. It would be uh, 100 gold pieces. For the room itself, uh, and then extras oh. on top that Gwendolyn we can supply. reaches down into one of the bags that she's got from Heron. Can, but like can just... Inkidu stop her? <laughs> can I do that? Um, I'd say it's pretty obvious, because like, oh, they're quite shit. a lot. Okay. Well, I know yeah. what I mean. Well, no, because she, she's, so she's basically I mean, she's trying to kind of do it. she's reaching for the bags. She's because... reach, okay, yeah, right. she's reaching for something, but she's just trying to grab a handful so she can then take it in front of her and then look at what's actually in there. Like, oh, if she okay. grabs a handful, what's in her hand? Right, <laughs> I should have insighted checked to see what your intention was. Mm. Um, your hand as it comes back up is just filled with platinum pieces. Whoa! <gasps> Whoa! Oh my Man. goodness! Oh. Yes! Goodness! Yes! Uh, oh. um, yes! I think pay now just would be a good idea. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, David, how many platinums is it to oh. pay for? A, what's a hundred? Yes, tell me the equivalent. I think it's so, uh, in my mind, like a gold piece is like a pound coin, a platinum piece is like a 10 pound coin. Okay, and so she, yes, she says, yes, um, that will be fine. And we do expect your um, best service and uh, discreetness. And so she actually gives him 11 platinum coins, which I imagine is what is in her hand. Sure. That yeah, is yeah, so yeah. classy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so if he takes it... Um, with a small bow, sort of very gently and with incredibly smooth and hands, sort of brushes the coins onto his own, um, holds your hand for a brief, like warm moment um, before, like slipping it very quickly and deftly into his own pocket. Yeah, Gwendolyn and blushes. And watch that person as they leave. <laughs> Just watch them. 
Orin just watches 110 gold, which is almost more than he's ever had, other than for one brief moment after Aaron paid them, like just like disappear. Like what? Uh, David, does does Guy know what a platinum coin feels like? Oh, I don't know. It's, because this would be this not, would be yeah. Dravanian currency. I don't think while he was in Dravain he'd ever seen a platinum. Yeah, no, I'll say whilst you might have seen one. Well, I've seen one uh, now one that, that kind of that has like slapped it down. Yeah, but you've never held one, I wouldn't say. Yeah. All right. I was about to flash some cash, guys, but I think not now. <laughs> <laughs> the roses would have had plenty of platinum, wouldn't they? Yeah, I don't think Gwendolyn's handled this much money, really, because usually other people deal with the paying, but we definitely <laughs> would have had mm-hmm. access And I to. think she knows well enough what, mu- like, you know, what the exchange is. And, you know, she knows money yeah. well enough to pay and give a good tip. I think Juna puts her hand on the caddy, remembering that there are four bags of these coins mm-hmm. in the caddy mm-hmm. that has been stolen not that long ago. I just realised I was doing what Chris would do, not Guy would do. So he will slam a, a platinum coin down on the table and be like, send us flagons of wine, your finest mead, lots of breads and cheeses, any meats and any fu- bu- uh, exotic fruit you got up to that room. G- g- guys, <sighs> guys, after what we just... Went through, you think that's the wisest course of action to bring that much attention to ourselves, flashing our cash? Buddy, we could be dead tomorrow. We're doing it. <laughs> um, Let's go up, shall we? As you wish. Your, 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 host, your host, Enkidu, kind of gives you a very gentle look uh, and says, if you have been through something very terrible, then, then allow us to, to give you a moment of, of relaxation. <laughs> that is the least we could do. I will certainly take that into consideration. Thank you for your kind offer. Uh, of, of, of course, uh, dearest guest, uh, we can bring you all of the food that, uh, that you desire. Uh, all of the food, all of the drink, all of the wine. Is there anything perhaps a little bit more specialised that you'd uh, like to partake in whilst here? Oh, you naughty person, you. Uh, I will have a word with you later on. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some smaller rooms set up nearby. Um, and <laughs> turns and like leads you up uh, sort of three flights of stairs uh, to not quite the top floor but sort of opens opens a door on uh, a couple of floors up uh, which has a very large space uh, there are throws and blankets and, and cushions and drapery right the way throughout this entire little suite of, of rooms uh, that they've led you to with a beautiful balcony overlooking Vernon Rise as well, should should you want to, with fairly thick curtains to pull across them. Um, there are sort of reds and golds, um, softer pinks and pastel colours uh, as you move into this room and then into different spaces. You could basically fall down and uh, fall asleep anywhere in here. Um, and... <laughs> Um, and depending on where in the room you are, you almost have like a, like a, a different theme, a different, just a different vibe. If you wanted something softer, you could go into one corner. If you wanted something a little bit richer, you could fall asleep somewhere else. Oh my. That's a lot of cushions. Mm. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for showing us here. And um, if, if, if anybody comes looking for any one of our descriptions, um, I, I I trust that you were never you here. Were ne- thank you, thank you. Of course, of course. <laughs> um, if you do need anything, there are some bells. Uh, and he gestures to like little 
sort of pull bells right beside the door. Just pull one of those and uh, someone will be straight up. Thank you so much. But until then, the room is yours. Uh, food will be delivered shortly. Oh, just knock first, yeah, before you come in? <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm assuming that's like house policy here, frankly. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yes. And uh, if you'd prefer, we can leave it outside of the door, knock and and, and walk away. Uh, oh, well, yes. We'll, we'll decide. Gwendolyn's looking a bit confused <laughs> about it all. <laughs> Don't w- worry about it. Just knock and we'll take it off your hands. Thank you so, yeah. so much. We really appreciate the, 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 the beautiful and luxurious service you provided. It really is very expensive. Wonderful. If you, if you are um, distracted uh, whilst staying um, and you don't want to be disturbed, there is uh, a small um, and sort of steps out into the corridor a little bit and gestures at, like a brass plaque on the wall. He says, just... Just slide that to the left and uh, you won't be disturbed. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. Well, of course, I hope you enjoy your stay um, and I'll be with you shortly. And sort of turns and leaves and the door closes with like the softest of clicks so that if you weren't looking at it, you wouldn't eat like it really is no distraction at all. David, what was their name? Because I feel like I'd remember it, but I forgot. Uh, I think it was Rufus. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, and and Gwendolyn will have kind of said, thank you, Rufus. Of course. Sort of bowed ahead and walks away. And if his name isn't Rufus, apparently he's responding to that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very discreet here, whatever you want to call them. You call me what you like, babes. Fine. Orin opens the door, slides the, the, the plaque to engaged and shuts the door. Mm. <laughs> How's everybody doing um i'm doing great frankly like we got all this gold we got all this platinum you know at the end of the day if your employer is you know backstabbing you or you know up to some shifty business for you to walk out of that contract with you know all this money i think we've done a good day's work here everybody uh similar to guys thinking that's a kind of severance pay if you think about it yeah after what we've Um, just learned do do we want do we want to know where heron is where, where is? I wondered. Um, what, well, do, what do you mean? Well, I just wondered whether it would be good to, to see where he's gone, why he's gone, and, well, and yeah, maybe definitely. catch up with him. Yes? Is there a way, Miss Sipthorn? Well, there is. It, it involves spending some more of these coins, but I, I think if I could get hold of uh, uh, some sort of crystal or, or orb, I could um, I could see where he was and what he was up to and potentially... Um, I, I'm running rather exhausted today, but I think I could, I could either alter myself and go and, and get the thing I need and, 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 uh, scry on him in the morning, so to speak, or, um, or, or go out in plain sight today and, and do it today and, and find that out. I feel like if we know where he is, we can come up with a plan of whether we're confronting him or not, which I feel like maybe is the way to go. Do you know- can I make a suggestion, which is a um, brilliant idea? The problem with scrying on him is, is he going to, like, have we scried on him before? No. I worry that maybe he's got some sort of, like, you know, circumstance or ability to, like, avoid being scried. I don't know. It might be a chance. It might be an opportunity to see what he's doing when he's not aware of it. But it's, I think it's the only way we have of um, finding out where he is. And I, I, I think it's 
quite important that we know what he's up to, right? Yeah, definitely. The recent discoveries. I guess that's true. But what I would suggest then is rather than you bothering your beautiful little feet uh, going up and down the streets looking for this orb, I say we just ring that bell. Oh, ask them to bring us an orb. Purchase an orb for us. Yes. I mean, I think there's probably quite a few things we need and I do think it's going to be better if, if we're out unrecognizable and well you're not going to be very recognizable if we send other people in our place but uh, we just said trust Um, no one i mean i can potentially no i can only do it to myself cut that (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean i i can i have enough magic to 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 alter myself but it does mean we can't scry on heron until after i've i've uh I've rested and regained some of my power. I mean, if it's just a case of one person needing to slip out as a different person, I mean, I can do that. Yes, and um, we should not ever, <laughs> and Gilly is very self-aware saying this, um, do anything like that alone. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. Oh, yes, well, I, so- I, could, um, I could also go with you if you want, buddy. I could do the same thing. I got, a, I got, I got gas in the tank, um, but just enough. Yes, and I mean, I, I, I have a cloak, I have, clothing that I can change into, I can stick to the shadows and keep an eye on things, especially if we're carrying around what feels like a hefty amount of money. I- I'm going to start counting uh, <laughs> what I have. Gwendolyn is going to start counting whilst this conversation continues because I feel like same. it's going to take a long time to mm. count. Yeah, it, it will take you a, a short while, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of platinum there. Okay, so what I'm hearing so far is that Miss Thorne could potentially scry on Heron, given the right materials. But we also need to watch over the cash that we've got right now and also make sure we're safe for the night. So do we do we divide and conquer? A, a team to stay in the room with the cash and a team to go out and get the materials Miss Sethorn needs for her spell. Uh, uh. I guess we don't fully know how much everything will cost. Uh, Although uh, some of you have been to, we know the shops we need to go to. If we make a list of everything we need, we can be very efficient about it, I think. Yeah. But maybe all stick together, go out, get the things, come back, continue planning. I mean, mean, we'll see how much money we've got, but I can certainly, I've got a few ideas of what I could put it towards. I mean, if we can certainly turn this money into more useful things for wherever our journey may take us next. we don't know how long or when we'll next be in a town. It's an opportunity to, to get stocked up and, and get out of here. Yeah. We've also got um, uh, all of this to look through at some point. Orin dumps out the <laughs> henge <laughs> research <laughs> on a cushion. Uh, that's going to take a bit of time to go through. I, I feel like um, there's a, a couple more things that, uh, things that Rings said, or, or rather... I, I took from their head that, that I think would be prudent for me to share with you that didn't seem quite so pressing when we were in the heat of the moment. Oh, yeah. So, yes, okay. just just nothing nothing important, nothing that can't wait at the oh, moment. But um, I feel like we should all be in the loop or in the henge, so to speak. On the subject of sharing, um, I might have seen a tiefling friend of ours. Uh, I can't remember if I've mentioned this to everyone yet. No, you haven't. No. Just before we flooded the henge, uh, there was a Children of Havoc member that we've seen before in there. Oh? Uh, Giggles? 
Giggles. Yeah. Oh, Giggles. My uh. arch nemesis. <laughs> what happened, Orin? Well, um, I couldn't really tell you, but I just, as I was leaving through the door before we flooded it, uh, completely clocked that they were hiding in there invisible. Uh. Oh. So they heard oh. everything. It's possible they heard everything. Um, it's possible uh, if they were wearing a ring, um, they might now be somewhere else. Uh, and it's possible they might be sharing that information with someone else. This feels pertinent. I think the, the, the sooner we, we find out where Heron is, the better, the better, right? Yeah. Yes. Heron can know that we've been there if they've reported back to him. Yeah. Yes. Because I suspect um, uh, Rings themselves isn't going to be reporting back anytime any soon. Nope. But uh, depends what's the status of giggles. So the sooner we can find out what's going on with Heron and spy on him, the sooner the we can unpick this. Yeah. So maybe we need to not use your resources to disguise yourself. But if, if we can be discreet enough with the rest of us. Um, yeah. Well, depending on what we want to do, potentially we have team disguise self <laughs> um, head out into the street <laughs> with a shopping list. Yep. Let's do it then. Or um, if, if people are happy hiding under cloaks. Um, David, does mm-hmm. the armor shadows recharge on a short or long rest? Great question. I feel like you said before it was every 24 hours and then... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. It was 24 hours. Yeah. Earlier on, you asked about using it and you said it hadn't been more than 24 yeah. hours. Because I had, we had, had a long prior, rest. But it was... It was Weather yeah. 24 hours has now passed. I'll what say, time yeah, did you basically... use it the previous day? No, I used it this afternoon when we just before we went into the house, so it's not been twenty four hours. It's not oh, even been the morning. same day. Yeah, yeah, I used the morning. So yeah, you're no, basically no, no. an hour, an hour later at this yeah, point, yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> it's not even noon yet. Yeah, we'll we'll say we'll say that it like it basically recharges at dawn. Okay, to make it easier, as like a like a clear time point for you, <laughs> yeah, rather than trying to remember twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. p.m. Yeah, it recharges at sunrise. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have no resources to help in any capacity, I'm afraid. Oh. So I think I'll stay here and guard the room with whoever stays, if people are leaving right now. Okay, and Kido, I'm at this number. David, what am I? Um, uh, what number am I at so far in counting? Um, wait, Gaius? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 30,000. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so doing a very quick, like, tot-up of coins. Um, I'd say you've been counting fairly fairly fastidiously whilst everyone else is talking um you're about halfway through the first bag and you've kind of reached about 550 uh gold like in platinum pieces but 550 um and yeah you think you're you're roughly halfway through (gasps) sweet and that's one bag that's one bag oh snap dude (laughs) we're saying there's a thousand gold roughly in every bag yeah a literal bag like sorry yeah <laughs> for the kids out there a bag is a is is, is, is a thousand <laughs> how many bags there. did we steal again was it ten? Ten. Five. got ten bags ten. oh we got ten we, we, we left, left five. five. Oh, we, we left took five. five yeah why did we leave five <laughs> just couldn't carry it well and also not to be not to completely, completely annoy our patron yeah <laughs> who is a fucking traitor who has because I've got four bags how many bags have, has everyone else got so hang on, I wrote it down. Three are with Gren, three are with Guy, four are in the caddy. Great. So yeah, even from this very quick count, Gaius, 
yeah, you're getting the impression it's it's going to be about a thousand gold per bag. <laughs> okay. A wonderful round ten thousand across all of your bags. <laughs> okay, sweet. So, um, and Kido, if you don't mind uh, carrying on counting and checking with that, I'll join Orin outside. And uh, Gwen, you said you were going to come and be sneaky sneaky, yeah? Yes, it's protection. Uh, I'll just keep an eye on things, you know? <laughs> Good idea. Um, if you're going out, you might want to take one of these. And she gives one of the bags from the caddy of holding to Gwen um, and, and says, uh, if, you could, if you could get me use all of this money to buy the most purple stone you can find. Okay. The purple's just for show. <laughs> <laughs> it is your favourite colour. It is my favourite colour, yes. Sorry, are you expecting us to use the whole bag for this? You must use the whole bag on that one gem. It's one very gem. important. Right, okay. So you want us to get like an amethyst sort of vibe? If you could get amethyst, that would be perfect. One stone. Right. It has to be a single stone. Do we have permission to lowball them? No, you must spend... <laughs> exactly. I mean, how do, how do these spell things For the work? Someone the who knows. Yeah. It's got to be a thousand gold piece worth of a gem mm-hmm. or a mirror yeah. or something like that. But I've decided that Juno, Juno wants a gem to match the one on top of a stick. Nice. But I feel like for that, you have to use the whole a thousand gold, right? Or does oh, it yeah. just have to be uh, worth yeah. it? Can they haggle like, it or the, Yeah, something that's valued at that. You could um, steal it and not spend any money on it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you, if you can haggle the price down, that's fantastic, but it must be worth that much. Okay. Gotcha. It's very important. RRP 1000 gold. RRP. <laughs> it's like the flowers. Sometimes things just have to be the way they are. And you know me, I, d- I don't ask a lot of questions about <laughs> this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, if we're finding precious jewels, uh, I could do with uh, some for uh, an invention I've been, uh, I've had on my mind for a while that I just, but I kind of need a, yeah, I need some diamonds. Do you want, do you need some of these? She holds like <laughs> some of the platinum in her hand. Do you need some of these to buy it? I'll, I'll definitely need some platinum from someone. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a bag? Okay. No, don't walk around with a bag. <laughs> how, how much do you want, Orin? Well, I need 300 gold pieces, I would estimate, based on my designs and D&D Beyond <laughs> telling me that's what I need. The Juna gives him the amount, the 300 um, gold's worth also, of platinum. So maybe just a little bit more because uh, I've got something else I just need to buy. 500? 1,000? What do you want? Perfect, 500. Yeah. Healing potions would be useful and... Also, Orin, I, I don't know. I don't know what you all think about trying to get the door back, but if we are going to try and get the door, surely we need some sort of reduced potion like we had before. Are you able to brew anything like that? Oh, hang on. Let me just think. So, David. <laughs> mm, yes. I can learn the enlarge reduce spell. Yeah. However, that only lasts for, I believe, a minute or some short amount of time while concentrating on it. Mm-hmm. Our enlarge reduce potions that we had before were like a perma perma thing weren't they yeah do i think if i got reagents um from uh the well-stocked cabinet i might be able to brew myself some of those potions uh it would be quite difficult there'd be like a little process of of figuring it out exactly out so you'd probably need multiple uh like sets of reagents and things but yeah with the the spell in mind and then applying that to a, an alchemical procedure i'd say eventually you'd probably be able to uh, to create something like that, yeah. Amazing. Okay, yeah, I reckon it might take a bit of time. It's not going to be quick. Uh, it might not be today. 
But if I get the bits, I can start working on it. And perhaps if you could spend the whole evening or something doing it, it maybe it's something we could do early in the morning. Um, Just as I, I feel like if we want to get the door back, we have to do it soon. Otherwise. Oh, that's the idea. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, how do you all feel? Uh, is, is it useful to have the door? Yeah, we need a new safe place to be. Vernet Rise isn't safe for us anymore. Yeah, Heron's probably isn't the best place for us to just be popping in and out of, is it? Nope. No. I mean, for a start, Neuron will be furious if we don't knock next time. <laughs> Absolutely. Or he might just try to kill us. Who knows? Neuron? Neuron's lovely. You don't know what he knows. I know he's not very good at cooking potatoes. Because he's a front <laughs> as an assassin. <laughs> Neuron, the big bad. <laughs> Dude. You don't know. <laughs> Have you ever seen Kral and Urim in the same room? No, yeah. I think not. Uh, <laughs> you ever heard of Matahari? No, no. no. <laughs> Legitimately, no. Uh, no. Okay, no, I've based the character in, the, in something I'm writing at the moment, but Matahari is a famous um, exotic dancer who is actually an assassin for the Japan government. I have heard <laughs> so, of Matahari. That's the yeah. Dance of the Seven Veils. Yes. Vibes, yes. She has yes. killed so many people. Her body count is so high. Um, actually, my um, my character in Slowdown Showdown, Soraya Rakisa, was of that vibe. I just forgot her name. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, Orin, yeah. <laughs> do you have enough money? <laughs> uh, yeah, tell you what, just give me a bag. <laughs> okay, so we need a uh, purple stone uh, worth 1,000 gold, uh, diamonds worth 300 gold, healing potions, reduce a large... And if we're going to get a reduced potion, we should probably do an enlarged potion. Yeah. I mean, they might even sell them, even if you can't brew them. Oh, I, that's I, true. I, we could ask. Uh, anything else that we think would be useful or essential? Uh, I want some components to finish making my visor of night vision. <laughs> okay, components. Um... Anybody else need anything for, for spells or anything like that? Uh, Akira will reach into his pocket. And David, you can tell me, how much of the necklace necklaces that I swiped do I have left? Because I had to crush them. Oh. 300 gold worth to cast the Shadowspawn spell. Sure, oh. sure. Um, do you have to pay that every time? Yes. <laughs> <gasps> oh. We're a fighting anarchist. What is to make sure we got it done right? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a good Darryl. shout. Um, I will say that you probably get another casting out of what you've got left, mm -hmm. uh, and then like you'd need some to top it up. So you're kind of like one and a half mm. uh, castings left out of the jewels. Uh, if you could grab me a little, a little gem, that'd be that'd be lovely. Just as a little emergency backup, you know. Okay. Worth how much? Three hundred gold thereabouts. Who's counting? I am. I'm making a list. Oh, good. <laughs> That's so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, our shopping list is gems. Yeah. <laughs> Not suspicious at all with bags of money walking around. <laughs> oh, yeah. But don't worry. We won't be looking like ourselves. <laughs> no. Juna, uh, I, I mean, I know in the past you um, disguised Myra and it didn't go so well, but do you think you could use some of your disguise skills again i think it was an off day for you oh yeah i've, I've had an extra extra go now haven't i since then yeah <laughs> are you are you planning on going out or, or are you staying with enkidu i'll stay with enkidu i'm gonna try and get ruana back and perhaps and both yeah. of you could go through all these papers as well I, yeah. I, I i'm wondering if you could maybe disguise me a little bit oh uh, yeah i'd love that, to that would be wonderful thank you i'm using my disguise kit um, as I did, do you remember when I tried to disguise Myra as Gwendolyn? 
Oh, yeah. And I rolled um, really badly and did a really bad job. Um, I would say make it it's make a tools check. So dexterity plus are you proficient with disguise kit? Yes, you are. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, your dexterity and your and your proficiency. My new higher proficiency. Ooh, Ooh level nine. Did I, just do? I don't know. There's a dice tray right there. <laughs> I rolled it on my iPad screen. Sure. <laughs> oh. Plus dex. <laughs> plus uh, 24, Abracalabra. Oh, oh, yeah. I think using some of the fabrics and things in the room as well, like just to to tie into her hair and things like that. It, Gwendolyn, yeah, the makeup that you're putting on her. Yeah, can can Juna try and make Gwendolyn look more human instead? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so pretty I was, was going to go for like, not like too different, but just not like Gwen. Yeah. Like a different kind of... Think like or like different color hair. Or yeah, something. yeah. Because yeah. I feel like her hair is very noticeable. Yeah, like dull down the hair, mm-hmm. and like yeah. um, you know, like when you contour and make people's features look sharper or like more rounded, that yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, exactly. Just ever so slightly changing the shape of yeah, because she's or like around her lips and and like her she's cheeks. She's quite and like yeah. angular, isn't she, Gwen? Is she? Uh, I'd say she's got more delicate features than you would expect for most. Uh, well, she's she's got quite she's got delicate, delicate features. Then I'm yeah. gonna sort of more like gnome her up a bit, Lovely. a bit more bulbous nice. nose and some sort of ruddy cheeks. Yeah, I'll say you've got almost got like um, a little bit of like waxy prosthetics as well, just to like yeah. add a little bit of texture and shape in in various places. Yeah, I think more like yeah, she just looks a bit more um, kind of. Washer woman sort yeah. of vibes. Yeah, more like Juno. More, yeah. more normal. Yeah. Yeah, more no- less posh, basically. <laughs> less posh. More like just exactly. a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Anything else on the shopping list? Uh, or should we head on out? Yeah, no, I think good to go. Let's go. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We'll be recording the next episode of NSQ in late March, early April. So keep your eyes peeled on our socials and Discord so you can send us all your juicy questions. Myself and Baby David will be in the hot seat. We hope you enjoyed the most recent superfan chats with Jeremy Cobb and Alice Corrigan. If you too want your chance to pull up a pew and have a brew with the superfan crew, then email us a recording no longer than five minutes telling us why you're a No Small Roles superfan. Please record on the equipment you would use for an episode and send it in MP3 format to nosmallroles at hotmail.com. For our theatre-loving listeners based in America, this is a reminder that Ben has just one more month left touring the US with the incredible dragons and mythical beasts. Catch him while you can. For those who miss Daryl in Yippie a one-man show of Die Hard, I am delighted to tell you that he will be reprising the role very shortly. He is absolutely incredible in this show, so do see him if you can. And a third and final theatre announcement. If you want even more Daryl, you can catch him in Open Bar Theatre's spring production. That's right, they're doing spring shows now too. 
And I am super excited about the show as not only am I doing the costumes, but I'm also going to be in it. It will be mine and Daryl's first tour together. I'm so happy we get on better than Gwendolyn and Enkidu do. So if you want to come and see us being absolutely ridiculous, then come along between the 10th of May and the 10th of June to see us in Jane Austen's classic story, Sense and Sensibility, performed by just four actors. It's going to be smashing. As usual, we'd love you to like us, subscribe, follow, rate and review us in all the places where you do all the things. But that's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the story. Uh, Amazing. So who is it that's heading out? Me, Gwen and Oren. Yeah. Are you leaving the spare cash or are you taking the bags that you have um, with I you? think Gwendolyn will leave. Uh, I think Gwendolyn will bring a bag of gold with her, mm-hmm. a bag of platinum with her. So I think we've probably got three bags total, like one bag each. Is that enough or do we need another, a fourth? I've given Orin, I've given you a bag. I've given Orin, Orin a bag. Yeah. And then Gaius has taken a bag for funsies. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that should just so that we know how much cash is out there yeah. in case something happens. Like, yeah, amazing. I just have a quick spell question. Yeah, does alter self, which I feel like Orin would know, alter self rather than disguise self changes the physical body rather than clothing, doesn't it? It yeah. holds up a bit more than di- disguise self. Yeah, whereas disguise self is an illusion. Like, yeah, with with alter self, you can physically make yourself look like. A different person. But it doesn't change the clothing, does it? I'm assuming it probably wouldn't no. change the clothing. So has anyone got, before we leave, uh, has anyone got like any robe or anything like that that Orin can kind of like... You can wear my, you can wear my robe. Yeah, take this, Orin. Okay. Ah, tell you what. Yep, perfect. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if we're disguising ourselves here or whether we're going to do it when we get outside, but... Uh... Well, Gwendolyn is already mm-hmm. looking different. Oh, that's true. Gao will appear as an elderly gentleman, and that's it. Uh, so Orin, now that he's got Juna's robe, will appear as a very sort of uh, smart-looking gnome. So, you know, neatly trimmed hair, um, and um, pop the robe on, because it's, it's, it's a Juna-sized robe, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's surprising how easily, um, like, even before Orin's cast any spells or anything, like, how... Quickly, Orin looks a little bit gnomish, just suddenly wearing a different cloak. <laughs> but the three of you head off out into town. Um, as you're sort of exiting, uh, Rufus is coming up with a tray of food uh, and drinks and things. So whether or not you wanted to take one, he kind of gives you a a questionable look of like, you weren't the people that went in there. Orin just also, winks. Like, hey, you know, if you want to play dress up, great. <laughs> um, Wait, did they recognise them even with their disguises more from context i think than okay than like yeah there is a definite like you were not the people that walked into the room <laughs> right, okay. odd yeah, yeah, yeah but then like then delivers the food into the room for the others yeah i suppose it's not unusual for them to see they've seen all sorts like, they've seen all sorts yeah. no mm-hmm. king shaman here Mm-mm. um so yeah the three of you uh, leave which leaves then juna and enkidu mm. to sit in this rather large boudoir with the food <laughs> With, with some food, with whole trays of drinks that are like, <laughs> then slowly like coming up um, one after the other. 
um, selections of ales and wines and teas and um, yeah, a whole tray of pastries, some cured meats. Hmm. It's a whole little feast there for you. Shall we have a wine, Enkidu? I think the occasion calls for one. Juno sort of pours them both a wine. Enkidu, no. how are you doing after everything that's that's happened recently? We've not had a chance to talk after everything that happened with Malleus happened and everything else that's continued to happen. How how are you doing? If I'm to be completely honest, Miss Epthorn, I'm, <sighs> I'm a little overwhelmed. Well, understatement, I'm quite overwhelmed. Hmm. So much to consider, so many moving parts, and seemingly no one to trust wherever we go. I agree. How are you doing, Miss Epthorn? I'm doing all right, actually. I think um, there's a lot to think about here, isn't there? But I think... I feel like I feel very much that that I'm being pulled towards my destiny and I I think we've got a lot of work to do and it's not going to be easy but I I have faith that it will that it will go the way it needs to go. Hmm. And we, you know we talk about light and we talk about dark but I think you know it it may lead us to the darkness and that might not be a bad thing Enkidu. But I'm glad that we're all here. I mean, obviously, we're not all here right now. It's just you and I. But you know what I mean. I do. I do miss that film. And I'm, I'm really glad that we got you back because it was hard losing you the first time. And, and I, I don't think we could get over it again. You know how, how much we value you, don't you, Enkidu? Aye, I do. And everything you bring to the group, darkness and all, it's very important. And it's a good thing as well as a bad thing. The same with the light. I just needed to say that. I understand. Yeah, thank you. Now, should we get Rowana back and give her a stroke? <laughs> I'm curious to see how she's got on. I hope she's okay. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I can instantly bring her back if she's just been yeah, if she's just hounding like, around mm, Chargill exactly, Hall. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and there is like a... A small bamf as this, like, yeah, bloodhound appears. Uh, sort of somebody's tattered pants in their mouth. Oh my oh. gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh. She's clearly, like, slightly agitated, <laughs> but then realizes what's going on, settles down. I can't wait for that side quest. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm going to choose not to ask her what's been going on. Because <laughs> we can all find out another time, can't we? <laughs> but she, uh, yeah, she drops the pants, uh, sort of. Nuzzles you a little bit, Juno, and then goes and sits on Enkidu's lap. Enkidu will mage hand the pants and flick them daintily out the window. <laughs> I, I can't wait for Rufus to find the pants on the floor when we leave. They're blowing in the breeze outside. <laughs> Again, not the first time underpants have been thrown through the windows. Um, yeah, Enkidu is giving uh, Rowana scritches behind her ears and just giving her a little rub down. Ruana loves it. Oh, mm-hmm. Good to have you back. Look at you. Look at you. She's good like this, isn't she? She is. I like you like this, Ruana. There's a little waggy tail. <laughs> I was once a powerful a man. Mage! How is the greatest of them all? <laughs> now I'm eating pants! <laughs> oh my gosh. I think Juna fills her in on um what they've been learning about henges, obviously knowing that it's, you know, Ruana's not going to like 
talk back about the hinges, but I think she feels a duty. She can to you. To right? the real, mm, she can, but it's not. It's, it's not Ruana, the witch of the woods. It's Ruana, the familiar. Uh, she's like a spiritual successor to Ruana. So there's like aspects of the witch in the woods, but obviously this is her form now. She can't be more than she is. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's not intelligence yeah. 16. Or... No, exactly. Yeah. She's never going to be able to, to return to that. She's kind of like she'd passed on and then it's had like hearing Juna called out, like had come to help Juna. Oh. Yeah, that's what she was. Mm. When, yeah. So that's sort of similar kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. she would be able to communicate to me any knowledge about the Tillisham Henge because I feel like okay. we had that discussion quite really early on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like distant memories kind yeah. of thing. She's very, she was very old. That's the other thing. She's a very old elf. Yeah. Was she? Mm. Oh. She'd been there long before Tillisham had been. Mm. Okay. I misremembered. I'm sure she'd said that. I thought she was young. I think she looks young, but she's an elf, isn't she? Yeah. 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 Matures slowly. Exactly. I think yeah, June is more like out of respect for Ruana, just sort of. She has yeah. she has to exercise the information about the henges to Ruana, mm. rather yeah. than I mean, if Ruana wants to say anything back, that's brilliant. But I don't <laughs> think she's expecting any like information. Yeah, well, the other thing is that even though um, Ruana had protected the henge for so long, she didn't really know a whole lot about it. She just knew that she was there to protect it. In a kind of like, yeah, destiny way. She was like, this is what I'm doing. This mm-hmm. is where I am. I've grown up doing this. And so now I'm staying. Um, so yeah, the sort of the news that there is, somebody is trying to almost like recreate one or, mm. or like understand it a bit more. That is information that she has no idea about. Mm. And June is like, we, we will do our best to, to make sure no one does any wrong by the henges. Um, out of interest, David, whilst we're mm. on the subject, uh, does she seem to react much when she's, when Juna talks about the the Torbear henge, uh, no. Again, that comes as news to her as well. Um, obviously, Which is she's also aware news that... to Enkidu at this point. I haven't told you about this yet. You, Daryl, know, but Enkidu doesn't. About the Torbear bog oh. henge. Did we all see that in the notes? No, that was from um... rings. From okay, fine. From yeah, yeah, yeah. So Enkidu does not know. Okay, cool, 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 cool. But he does now. He does now. Okay, cool. Um, didn't. Kyoda say that Heron was heading south. I thought Torbear Bog was north. He did, but I, uh, I don't know what Heron's necessarily let Kyoda in on. and I'd, I don't know what to think about Kyoda at the moment until uh, a ginger arrives. So at least we can be sure, can't we? But if, if we know where Heron is. Yes. It'll help make whatever we decide to do next that much easier. Yeah. I think a key thing for whatever we decide as a group is that we all understand what it is that we want. And what do you want? What do you want at this point, Enkidu? I need to understand what I am, really. Answers. Where, why am I going to the places I'm going? Who and what they're for? And I need those reasons to be my own. Not Erida's, not Heron's, not the consortium's, but mine own. Not Gilgamesh's? I'm sure he'd understand. There's a... I have to say... Okay. There was a time, some time ago, where all of us, when we were training for the guard, had a um, kind of falling out for a little while. Um, we'd gotten used to life in the city. Things were peaceful. We weren't fighting for our lives. 
And in that time, we all found out that there was options to go after things that we wanted. Um, and we had to kind of uh, part ways for a little while. You, might, you know, I'm sure you, you may have some inkling of understanding that when you're with a uh, certain group of people that you're tied to and you cling to for, for so long for one reason, and when you find that that reason that kept you together for so long isn't as prevalent anymore, sometimes you need a bit of space to understand how much you mean to each other. And uh, I think the outcome of that turned out to be healthy for all of us even though we uh, had many slip-ups and ventures along the way. So, even if what I need to do, whatever it is I choose to do next, isn't quite exactly what Gil wants, I'm sure he'd understand. Fair enough. Oh, there's a lot to untie there, isn't there? <laughs> so much. And it wasn't easy. And neither is this. It's not any less complicated. No. But we have each other. I'm sure we can figure something out. It's good to hear you say that, Enkidu, and I completely agree. It's good to feel that I believe what I said. I really don't want to, but can I insight check him, please? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah, want to. I really want to, it. and I love this moment, but I just have to. Oh, no. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I suppose you take everything at face value. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Enkidu, is there anything in there that causes doubt, I suppose, for Juna? I think Juna's just trying to work out, um, like, if it came down to it, it, if, I think Enkidu has said some things about getting Gil on the throne, and she's just trying to gauge whether that's still sort of the big prime directive for him, or whether he's sort of changing, I guess. Okay, I get you. And it was a seven, yeah? Yeah. So. <laughs> Does it really matter what I'm trying to find out? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's something. So to that, I'd say that information is restricted to higher rank. Touche, Daryl. No, touché. I won't. I won't. I won't. Um, but at seven, at face value, you see that he's exhausted. He's so tired. Um, like emotionally, like so much has happened. In just this day. And um Yeah, I won't say anything else. It was a seven. Yeah, fair <laughs> so. enough. Fair enough, Daryl. <laughs> I th I think she does I think she does trust him, but just is mm. like hey, we nearly lost him again. So yeah. Mm. So yeah, the two of you continue to talk. Help yourself to all of the copious amounts of wine <laughs> that have been delivered. Lovely. Um Everybody else is on the shopping trip. Yeah. Uh, rather than role playing yeah. the entire shopping trip, uh, what's the list of stuff that you're after? And I will Thank give you some prizes. Silve. <laughs> uh, oh. So a purple stone, a gem amethyst worth one thousand gold mm -hmm. pieces. Uh, diamonds worth three hundred. Yeah. I mean, do we yeah. need more? healing potions? Uh, reduce enlarge potions uh, or the reagents to make them. Mm -hmm. uh, spell components for Orin. Um, more shadow spo spawn gems. And I'm going to say some supplies for being on the road as well. Because sure, we don't sure, know sure. where we're going. The, um, yeah. the components that Orin is looking for, he's looking for uh, 
he's got six out of the ten components he needs to make his visor of night vision. Uh, mm-hmm. And he needs four more components. So he's on the look for them. Yeah. Um, I'll say, yeah, between popping into the well-stocked cabinet and the trinket trove, uh, which is a sort of uh, a magic items. It's a magical shop. Um, pretty standard, pretty weirdly boring shop, considering it's full of <laughs> of, of magical things. Um, yeah, you manage to get the the gems, the the reagents. Trying to find um, a a potion of of uh, enlargement and a potion of reduction that is a little bit trickier. They've got parts of in the well stock cabinet, parts of things to make a potion of enlargement, but not the reduction one okay um so they've got like half of half of what you need they've got like just some things that might go toward it um yeah the shop assistant is basically throws some extra ingredients at you being like (laughs) these i from my experience this might help amplify so it might help make bigger but orin will buy them (laughs) yeah on the off chance um but yeah you managed to find in the in the trinket trove you managed to find all of the gems that you need it being a magical shop, they're like, oh yeah, people come in here for for <laughs> well cut gems all the time. <laughs> so here is our like protected uh, section at the back, and then yeah, as you kind of like round your way, having grabbed all of that stuff, round your way uh, back through, yeah, you pop into um, a couple of different shops uh, to grab a whole bunch of like rations and and I don't know extra blankets and stuff, whatever, yeah, whatever, s- like tents things, and things, yeah, tents and stuff, or anything that we might have left on the car. Yeah. But actually, we're going to need. Yeah. And I'd say all of that, like, sort of traveling stuff probably sets you back about 250 gold. But that covers, like, you know, five people's worth of travel arrangements. And yet, then, yeah, the... Uh... Prices have gone up. <laughs> Price, Two, well... 250 gold, you say? Yeah. To, you know, but then at the we, same we time... We are I... well rationed <laughs> with that. We have got a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you basically... Tense. <laughs> with money being no object... <laughs> <laughs> I assume you just go. Oh yeah, we'll have some of that. We'll have some of that. Have some yeah. Of that. Oh yeah, and we always need pillows. Come on, like yeah. extra pillows. That's, I feel all, like that's how. Oh, oh, no, I was just gonna say it, it, it's all really like top of the line sort of stuff. So it folds down really tight, but it also dries exactly. out quick as well as like yeah. you know, it is. It's the good shit. Exactly that. Yeah. If you want to do any haggling for for reduction on prices, I will let you just sort of do a blanket roll across it all. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can see Chris there. Be like, hello, um, that man haggle. Yeah, make. I would say make a persuasion check just to see. Okay, a uh, persuasion check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How much do I want to be cheeky about this? Do I just do a blanket roll? Or do I cast magic, guys? Oh. <laughs> don't do anything that requires concentration. <laughs> no, I don't need anything that. Pro- well, this why? Well, you got this guy's self up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Guy to suddenly appear in a shop. <laughs> yeah. Who's this guy? Um, this guy. You to charm a humanoid, you use the wisdom saving throw at disadvantage. Fails at his charms until they say it's concentration. No, then it's not. Then you're good. Mm-hmm. I will cast charm person at the person who's selling us the really expensive. At the magic store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. What do they need to make? Uh, wisdom saving throw, please. That was a nine. <laughs> ah, 16, sucker. <laughs> Amazing. Um, it, yeah, they're being very generous to you and like throwing in extra little bits of, of, 
uh, of gems, like trying to round out the package as much as possible for every possible need. Make a make a persuasion check as well, though, just to see how how much the price is reduced. Uh, persuasion. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a sixteen. Sixteen. Cool. So yeah, you get uh, a wonderful. 150 marked off of that gem that Juna was after. Nice. And then they throw in an extra Wingthrop wand for you. <gasps> oh. What is this? What's the Wingthrop wand do? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I say things and I... Well, we have to figure it out later. It's fine. Figure it out. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they're selling it, they oh, yeah, know they should know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they give it away free. They're like, ooh. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Hope it works. <laughs> no returns. Um... It's a wand of secrets, cool. which is a wand that's got three charges. And while holding it, you can use an action to expend a charge. And if a secret door or trap is within thirty feet of you, it points to it. Nice. Oh. So it doesn't disarm it, but it just helps helps guide you a little bit. Nice. Points to it doesn't reveal it. Would it have helped us in that um, spoons competition with the the dark room that turned light with the secret door? The problem is we knew where the Not door so was. I think. Okay. Yeah. The door. The door just disappeared, is it? Yeah, it's like difference there. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, get a little extra wand. Nice. How much for all the healing potions and oh, yeah. potion components, etc.? Uh, for all of the potion-y bits, I will say 600 gold pieces for like basically the four sets of extra things that Orin needs. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the reagents and things there. Um, the extra, the sort of gesture towards an enlarged potion. Mm-hmm. And then... We'll say four greater healing potions Ooh. and two superior healing potions. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. Um, sort of brings you brings you up to to everything else. Beautiful. And that's all within the six hundred. All within the six hundred. As you've sort of come in bulk buying, they're quite happy to be like, "Oh, sure." <laughs> and we we we're probably getting the expensive prices because uh, we've I suspect transformed ourselves to look. <laughs> The more yeah, upmarket. You've come in flashing platinum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get the platinum price. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Okay, so that's a total of, uh, including the price for where we were staying for the night, that's a total of 2,410. Bloody Nora. <laughs> I will take that off of our other total and work out how much we get to divide between ourselves. Beautiful. Amazing. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, you all the three of you kind of circle back especially knowing that your your disguise has a, a bit it's of a, a one hour <laughs> it's a one hour thing. exactly <laughs> like it's a, it's a quick old trip out get what you need and it, i think maybe that's why sort of the haggling hasn't been as strong either because you're like yep sure we'll yep, pay great it. like fine <laughs> oh no i don't sound like Oren. yes that's fine very good Gwendolyn's been talking very little but when she has been talking she's been trying a softer version of her Juno impression what does that sound like? Vicky's I'm glad you said that, David. I was about to ask. Yeah, 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 priceless. Yeah. Viewers, me and Grace are recording together tonight, so I am sat like shoulder to shoulder with shoulder Grace. Shoulder to shoulder. Whilst oh, I do no. that. So if you could look in, you into Vicky's eyes. That was... Oh, oh, thank you very much. Oh, that that's really oh, nice. That, that Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. It's basically what she's doing. Abraca, lads. Well done, Grace. Well done. <laughs> 
That was strong. It was strong. It's an improvement on the last time she did her impression for the gang. Uh, (laughs) Um, So yeah, it it gets to about the sort of 55 minute mark when you were all stepping back into... into the room where where Vicky and uh, <laughs> Vicky and Inkini. Vicky and Inkini. <laughs> we have now merged into one being indistinguishable. Yeah. Juna stepped over for the recap. Vicky's popped <laughs> over to have a, a drink with Inkini. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Juna, were you aware that we swapped places today? No, I wasn't. No. No. <laughs> I need shenanigans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So. Juna and Akinu are are having a drink. They basically had a an hour to oh my gosh to to drink and and eat food and chat. So they're probably much more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Orin transforms back as soon as he comes in. <laughs> right, that's well. We got a lot of stuff. I'll um I'll count through the rest and and I'll divide up what we have left over between all of us. Um, oh. if that sounds like a good idea, amazing. Yeah. 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 Oh, do you want these ones? And oh, she gives her the two yes. from the caddy. I, I think that was a short rest, don't you? <laughs> that does count as a short rest for the two of wallop, you. Yeah. <laughs> I think that means I get some hit points or something, doesn't it? I don't know how pressing that is right now. You can roll hit dice. Uh, you can roll your hit rest. dice if you want to. If you want to roll hit dice, yeah. I was full. I just need my spurs slots back. Or two of them. Should I, David? <laughs> or is it I feel. Oh, I no, feel I haven't had a rest. Entirely up to you. I think you should. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why not do that? Why not do that? I have no 34 hit points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably a good idea. Um, yeah, Orin will pull out the gem for Juna and um, pocket the 300 gold pieces of diamonds that he needs for his new invention that he's working on. Chuck 300 gold pieces of whatever jewels it was that Inkidu wanted over his way. Mm-hmm. So, welcome. Puts in his pocket. Oh, that was a lovely rest. <laughs> a wine rest. Why not, eh, Enkidu? Aye, <laughs> and he clinks his glasses with Juna. Way! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you look much better, Juna. You look like you've recovered about eight hit dice worth of damage. <laughs> <laughs> You both look uh, considerably relaxed, which is uh, which is a, a pleasant surprise, actually. Right. So I guess I guess the question is, um, what do we want to do now, uh, Juna? Do you want to use? Do you want to scry before we make any other decisions? Or yeah, we've got a lot of research to do. I'm I'm up for doing it now. Okay. So yeah, Juna takes hold of this. Mm, is it amethyst? It's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's um almost completely spherical, but they've left some of the like amethyst um like natural growth at the top of it, so you can like hold it in the palm of your hands as like a nice soft sphere, a nice little orb with then uh yeah, almost like like a little handle. Or more like like stal- uh what are they called stalactites stalagmites yeah oh yeah stalagmites yeah, like kind of... run up tights fall down tights go yeah. down tights right. hang on tight exactly. Um, so that, yeah, sort of like sticking out of the top of it, so oh, like cool. you can focus in on those. That's really cool. Um, so yeah, she holds it in her hand and she casts her first fifth <gasps> level spell oh, ever. First fifth level campaign spell. So Heron, so uh, she can see and hear mm-hmm. the person. She can see and hear the person. You need to do. 
Mm -hmm. I believe it's a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um, For Heron. But because I know the target well, it's minus five. And because I have a possession or garment of Heron's in the form of the permit, what? it's also minus four. So you roll <gasps> with a minus nine. <gasps> oh, what? Very good. Hello. Yes. Yes, Vicky. Wow. That Unless is... I found a lock of his hair or or a piece of nail. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll allow the permit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah. As like an extra little focus. Also, for if you. you need any of his items, we have 10,000 gold for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. No, a possession or garment is minus four, but if you have a part of them, it's minus ten. I see. Which I do not have. Um, I think with all of the maths, that comes out as a seven that I rolled, so <laughs> definitely fails. Yes. Yeah, you Whoa. had to beat a 17, so... <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, you <laughs> focusing in, like, having never scried before, you've sent messages out and things, so, like, you're used to kind of connecting to people, but how does... How is this different for you? I think, like, with... With sending, it's like sending something out. And um, with uh, detect thoughts, it's almost like a conversation. I feel like this is almost like, um, like sort of being in a cinema version of like reaching <laughs> out to people. Nice. Are you seeing it in the in the gem in the orb, or like is it almost like yeah, you're, you're just being transported to to like this in a cinema this ethereal cinema yeah it sort of comes from it but like uh like sort of it's like an imax thing so it's almost like she's sitting in the front row of an imax screen that's sort of a bit of those like curved screen that Amazing. sort of comes out of the the stalactite juna why are you wearing 3d glasses <laughs> she's wearing the red and green one from the like the 80s and 90s oh, you really need to get you some polarized <laughs> you ones. a magazine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Um, there is, yeah, you get that, like, IMAX intro sound <laughs> kind of reverberate through you a little bit. Um, and then, like, the screen, <laughs> the screen, like, the image uh, in front of you sort of, like, slowly brightens um, until you can see Heron looking, I wouldn't say worse for wear, but looking panicked. Uh, and like moving about a space um, he's clearly also in the process of like keeping a track of some spell uh, in front of him uh, he's got sort of runes out on a table um, he's he's moving like little bits of um, golden string ac across it and like and then from that you can see like sort of almost peering over his shoulder you can see images of his house oh do I recognise what room he's in or just knowing um, that he's in his house no, you don't recognise that he's in his house. You recognise that what he's looking at are images oh, of his house. Yes, he's, in like, he's, he's, he's doing CCTVs, oh, yeah. he's scrying orbs oh, in kind his of a house. Thing. Yeah, Get you're you. scrying on him, scrying on his house, basically. <sighs> um, but I have no idea of where he seems to be. No. no, like it's kind of a nondescript room. Um, you do get the sense that there are other people moving about the space as he keeps kind of looking up and um, saying, no, still nothing. Um, and can I see what rooms he is looking at? Yeah, he's he's basically yeah looking at the lounge, looking toward the front door. There's also a room upstairs um, that he's got. It just to be honest, that just looks more like his bedroom. Basically, just in case anyone was going up there to snoop, having entered. But yeah, like the corridor, like he keeps like flicking 
like the runes around and like the string connecting them to different parts of this arcane circle in front of oh, him to, to try around. to like to try to like almost like again in a cctv style flick between different like cameras um, <laughs> and it's not working do i get the uh, impression that he could scry on the door that is also our door the homeward door the homeward door um from a brief view, time of watching him no um he, he seems to have marked up every space apart from the kitchen itself um but I, d- I can't see how close he is to his house or anything like that. No. Um, after a brief while, he kind of he stops as somebody kind of walks in. So he kind of powers it down for a brief moment. And he turns to them and he just says, If they did come through there, and I'm certain they did, we've, uh, they, they were too disguised for us to, to know exactly where they've gone. I don't believe they're in the house any, any longer. Um, and the voice that you hear back here we go is Pellegris fuck and fuck ah! fuck rings who fuck. kind of steps around like sort of Heron's view kind of pans like looks up a little bit and like it, whilst it's a, a blurry image of, of Pellegris like the outline of the shape and the voice you know that it's him um, he's kind of got a bit more of a, a robe sort of chucked around him but he's still bare chested um, and he goes they know everything though Heron everything they're right in my head and Heron sort of nods for a moment well there's nothing to be done now uh, we, we continue with the work and uh, hope to solve it before they catch up mm. and Pellegrini kind of like nods like annoyingly flicks one of the runes off the table <laughs> leaves the room so that Heron like Chaos. leans down picks it up like starts up the thing again <laughs> then uh yeah sort of as Pellegrini's like half out the door sort of turns and goes uh do you want to cap twain tide or anything <laughs> uh and Heron's like no no I've got one here I'll keep watching um and then continues yeah a little scrying pattern sort of almost like yeah activating the runes again and this time it's it's focused a little bit more on uh, Kierda, the image that comes up, Kierda sitting in the living room. Um, and Heron just kind of like tilts his head at it. And then the IMAX view <laughs> that you have starts to like fade away again. The credits start to roll. <laughs> credits start rolling. <laughs> Heron Ilwin. <laughs> Played <laughs> the betrayer. <laughs> Do you want to hold out for those uh, like uh, post-credit scenes because they are doozies? Oh yeah, is there a post-credit scene? <laughs> That's not a post-credit. <laughs> no, setting up the next time you scry. Um, Thank you for that, baby David. That was really fun. Oh, nice. It was really fun scrying with you, <laughs> as opposed to against you. <laughs> sure, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Juno regales the what she's seen in the scrying to the rest of the group instantly well that's that then solve what yes before we catch up with them okay they know we're on we're on their trail we don't really know what the trail is but we're on it what are they trying to do they're trying to solve something trying to solve it they're probably in a race against the consortium to figure out what the hinges do and they used us to get closer yeah but the good news is they they don't know where we are 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the good thing. They don't know where we are. I'm just slightly worried. I'm just going to voice this concern just in case. Uh, um, has Kida ever been real? Uh, <laughs> yep, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> has Kida ever been real? <laughs> he was. Uh, I've, I've. You touched him when I. I've touched him, and and things have happened. Guy. Yeah. I've gone into a room full of strings with him, and. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> a major image. You've cast major image, haven't you? You you can't touch it, can you? You cast major image, have you guys? <laughs> we don't know that, do we? We still have a prison. I did. I did. It was very good. It was very good. Um, On the road, can... uh, one night. Yeah, yeah. You've shown it. us a new spell. It was uh, it's it's very just impressive. Experiments uh, in the, what uh, an yeah. amazing. Yeah. Giant I think we need to catch up on a few things, don't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, so really? basically, yes. yeah. uh, he wasn't a major image. Uh, you 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 can't touch a major. You oh, can touch okay, a major okay. image, but then you discover that it's actually the major image. Oh, okay, fine. So so that major image version is is a new thing. Yeah, but I think that was a warranted concern to air. Or mm-hmm. in... Sorry, I just suddenly yeah. thought there was that weird gust of wind in the pub, and just oh, I don't know. Right, okay, so they know. <laughs> We're onto the trail. They don't know where we are. They're trying to solve something, maybe before the consortium, maybe before us. What are they trying to solve? Something about the hinges. Yeah, yeah. I definitely something about the hinges. And 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 yeah, you're right, Orin. They they could have not been talking about us. Mm. I but but, but Pellegree said that we were in his head. Yes, but then that, that, that yes. could have been the consortium. But we're right. To oh no, sorry. I don't us. mean yes. But I mean like the consortium might. When he said before they catch up. Yeah, no, that was probably about us. Sorry. I, no, I, I, I see what you're saying. No, it's all already. very confusing at the moment, team. Yes. It is. So it could be either us, as in we got right inside Pedigree's head. Yeah. And also before they catch up could also mean the consortium because they're yeah. both working towards the same thing. That's true. Uh, what I haven't mentioned, which I've just remembered that I haven't mentioned, but I've mentioned to you in Kidu, um, is that there is another henge Uh called the Torbear Bog Henge. Okay. So if it all is if it all is to do with henges, that could be what they're trying to solve or where they're trying to solve something. Where's Torbear Bog? It's north of north of Fallos Vale, in the fields of Valor. How many henges do we know about in total? Oh, well there were quite a few, uh just from a quick read of the docks. Um there were there's the Lockhart Wood one. There's the Felosian Hills. Felocian Hills, sorry. Oh my gosh. There's, there's a Twain Tide one. I think I found that out. Who found the Ash Henge one? I don't think. Did I find that out? Someone found out about the Ash Henge one as well in Orkosh. Yeah. We knew about that from before, though, didn't we? I forgot when. I think it was a long time ago we knew about it. We knew about the existence of Henges, I think, from the library, but I don't think we had specifics. We knew about skirmishes and that seemed like something was being protected, but. I don't think I think we've now had it confirmed that perhaps it's yeah. Look, Ashenge. Henge. Orin points at it on the document because I can't remember who looked at it before. <laughs> Where is Ashenge? <laughs> That's in Orkosh somewhere. Orkosh. Okay, so run those run those locations by me one more time. So okay, we've got well, Tillisham. We've got the Tillisham Lockhold Wood one, mm-hmm. the Felosian Hills, mm-hmm. the Twain Tide. Yes. Uh, Ashenge in Orkosh. Yeah. Uh, the one that you just said, the Torbear 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 Boghenge. Torbear Boghenge. And of course, Forlos and, and that was oh, in Pellegree. I and Torbear Boghenge was in Pellegree's thoughts. Not anywhere on these papers. No. Oh. Ah. Okay. Hang on. Flick, flick, flick through papers. No reference of Torbear Bog anywhere in what we nicked. 
I think we checked last time, but Oren will just double check. Uh, no. No, there isn't. No, no mention. Okay. And there's one in Felosian Hills, right? Yeah, Felosian Hills, yeah. Now, <laughs> this is going to be a loaded question. This is a bit of a stretch. Um, are ley lines a thing in, in <laughs> our world of Dravanian magecraft? Make an arcana check, I would say. It's shit. Um, that was a natural eight, so it's probably like, I don't know, seven. <laughs> seven. Uh, in all of your uh, arcane research, that's it's never been mentioned, ever. Okay, sorry. I had a wild thought drawing the line between all of those locations, making a triangle. Maybe that means something to any of you lot. I mean, we have maps. We could draw, all on the map. draw lines between the locations, see if it shows anything up so yeah. far. Sure. Yeah, worth worth looking where they are. Um, allow me. Yeah, and it'll press the digitate um, like a, a small dull light between the locations that you mentioned, excluding the one in Orkosh because it's not on the Dravanian map that we have, of course. And perhaps uh, include the Golden Forest. Uh, uh, see if that triggers anything as well. Uh, I'm not fully um, ruling out that the Wingthrop workshop isn't built upon a. Engine. Some kind of power source, right? Yeah. So we'll, um, Keely will like use press the digitation to kind of put a little circle and a question mark <laughs> over the um, the golden um, the golden forest, but he'll draw a line starting at Torbear Bog, mm-hmm. going uh, southeast through um, Lake Aira. He'll kind of have to curve around to I don't know the mountain range at the Falusian Hills, take a sharp left, um, at kind of like a. In, to Tillisham and then back up to Torbear Bog. So mm-hmm. wonky ass triangle. <laughs> yeah, I'd say especially because you don't know exact locations no. of things as well. It's the what the the little diagram, and even as you try like drawing lines between different points, it never really amounts to any any definitive shape. Mm. I mean, that look what that's a, what, what that looks like a poly what. I mean, like, (laughs) well, just wondering about the nature of these things, if they're put in these particular places to affect Mm. some kind of purpose, just given what we know of the area in each place. Look, the Felosian Hills is close to Mervai, the crown city. We all know something funky is up with the, with, with the seat of power, with, with with the monarch there. We know like Aira underneath it, they were able to suspend water in the air and construct a hunge there. Tillisham had... Ruana, the Witch of the Woods power source there. Well, she was Tall there Bear protecting Bug, it rather about. than... She's there protecting it. So what's... And Crow's Tower was not too far yeah, from well, there. Yeah, wanted to get to it, didn't So it? there's something about these areas and the henges that's... Ah! Uh, peculiar! Well, <laughs> I, no, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. But, the, but, the, but Crow was slightly there, I think, looking for the henge, wasn't he? Um, he was looking for the henge, I. Yeah. And his tower was around there. So he, it's, it must have been there for a reason, right? We just don't know what that is. Have we got anything that points us in a direction, guys? Have we got anything that points us in like a, we should go to this place to find some new information from what we've attained? Can we see by the map, David, to answer mm-hmm. your question, Chris, um, with the time that we know that Heron's been gone, if Ooh. like that, that amount of time would have led him to any of those areas, if that makes sense. 
Uh, I mean, you've not seen him for quite a long time, though. Yeah. That's true. Is the thing. So, yeah. And uh, you don't know if he's got any other magical ways of traveling around. That's true. It could be anywhere. That is also true. Yeah. Assumedly, the ones closest to Vernock Rise are Tillisham, uh, the, the flooded one in Fallus Vale, and maybe one in Twain Tide. Mm. Uh, those are the closest to where you are. Well, maybe we have to go to Twain Tide. It's all pointing to Twain Tide, gang. It always is. <laughs> hang on, hang on. The shape that it makes on the map, it's not a spoon, is it? <laughs> nope, it's a teacup. <laughs> uh, as we've all been sat here and kind of poring over the notes, has like have we been had opportunities to like point out the things, for example, like uh the ritual, uh note about the ritual and um the note about uh the guardian of the throne and that sort of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anything else to like sort of expand on those points? Um, I will say make make an investigation check just to try like sort of, it's a lot of documents that you managed to grab. Mm. Yeah, we're uh, taking our time. Or exactly. Would certainly like to at some point. <laughs> also out of interest, has Orin shared the inf- information from when he did his um, spell and the information about it seeming like a bar of a gate? Um, Orin, well, if we, I mean, uh, David, I don't know if we can take a bit of time to like, are we, if we're taking a bit of time to look through the documents, mm-hmm. Orin will happily start looking through the docs as well with Gwen if she's looking through them. And at, yeah. at some point in going through the documents, we'll have shared that information. Yeah, definitely. Like, Absolutely. he's not keeping that to himself. Yeah. Also, um, we're missing out. Um, there's another potential source of information right over here. And then Kiru will reach behind him for the bell jar. <laughs> With uh, Petrogranis's oh, yeah. soul. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's Ooh. it's almost like uh, I I decided to just score that from uh, my mind. Wow, look at her. Uh, look maybe let's put her. a uh, lid on her for the moment. It's a bit. Is she is she like is she following us around the room as we? We've kept her in the jar, right? No, like with her eyes. Like a painting. Yeah, you you pull the bell jar and put it in front, in the circle, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of got, like, even though she is just a bust, um, sort of like basically chest up to her head. And she's kind of like, she she has like almost a 360 movement in there. And and occasionally a hand kind of drifts up um, and presses itself or like, you know, knocks on the side of the of the glass like a little spectral glowing hand but then like almost disappears down back into this form again but yeah she's watching uh, as soon as she's drawn out gives a very small wave (laughs) small wave do do I get the impression that if I had the spell slots to speak crudely that I could um, like detect her thoughts um I don't know if you can detect the thoughts of an undead creature. Fair enough. I didn't think so, but just thought I'd check. No yeah. one has to speak with undead. <laughs> no. I used to. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, what if I got? I gave up on it a long time ago because I was like, ah, oh, I'm never going to use this. Never going to need this. I thought you had speak with dead. Speak with dead, that's it. Although I suppose it's the same as... Yeah, that's what I mean, sorry, speak with dead, yeah. Can we smash it and talk to oh, her then? Oh, I don't know if smashing it... Smashing will... it? That I might just let her out. alive, right? Yeah, that might just... As she go. kind of like... Yeah, like sort of hears that suggestion there is like a almost like a wave and like gestures again it's very like you do kind of gestures you're like we kind of have an idea of what you want but you're waving your hands around in a way that actually we're not sure <laughs> and you do not sagely like i i understand <laughs> <laughs> um 
Look, I mean, we're we're at a loss here. There are so many moving parts at the moment. And we're not at a loss yet. I mean, we've got a whole load of research here. Um, yeah, which we just need to put some work in. This yeah. person could also help speed that along. Maybe. Okay, if you want to try talking to them, I'm going to have a... Oren's going to the notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gwendolyn has got totally distracted because I ro- rolled a, um, what should we call it, a nine for insight. And as soon as uh, Enkidu pulled out the bell jar, she's kind of forgotten about the research and got involved in, in the bell jar situation. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, and yeah, sort of the Petra is kind of like looking around at you all. Um her eyes keep wandering over to Gaius. Just uh, like you get, you get like an, an impression that the, <laughs> she might think you're quite a pretty man. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, is is then like sort of look, looks around to you and Kidu, and it's like sort of points and like tries to. I don't know. It's a it's a fairly like backwards and forwards gesture with her hand, but it's almost as if she's trying to. I don't know. Pull something out, and then like sort of then she like almost like wraps a fist against the glass. And she keeps doing this like weird pulling motion and then like knocking against the glass. Is she asking to give like a parchment and paper? Do you need, you need a body to possess this talk to us, right? She shakes her head. Okay, you don't. But uh, to both of you as well. To Gaia, she's like, no. Um, do you want us to open the jar? There's a vigorous nodding. Okay. Now, will you escape and go somewhere if we open the jar? She kind of shrugs and then like tilts her head, shakes it a little bit. You're not sure. A a finger, a little spectral finger comes up and like gestures to her lips like she wants to talk. Guys, I think we have to let her out of the jar so she can speak to us. Okay. Do you want to do the honours, Gwen? I'm only going to do this with everyone's consent, right? I give my consent. I give my consent, yeah. Orin? Orin's reading papers. <laughs> what? <laughs> Orin gives consent and so do I. Okay, yeah, fine. Whatever you're doing. <laughs> all right, Petra. We're going gonna, gonna to let you out, all right? Gwendolyn lifts it up in front of the lads for them and starts like kind of unscrewing it, I'm guessing, from the bottom and lifting it up. It's actually... Or... No, it's, it's a solid... Like, the glass almost like melds into um, almost like a concrete slab at oh, the bottom. Oh, okay. Oh. I think we're going to have to smash this bad boy. Is there is there any kind of like cork or like magic looking cork to pull out? Because if not, is it, you smash it. Is it a screw top or a cork? No, it's very much almost like one solid piece that moves from being concrete into glass. It, if we're going to smash it, let's wrap it up within some fabric first. We don't want to leave glass everywhere. No, that's right. I give you a piece of fabric for my disguise kit. And there's so many swaves of everything as well <laughs> in this plush room. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course there is. <laughs> But she uses it as well because, yeah. you know, so wraps it up. Uh, somebody with a heavy object want to do the honours? Um, heavy objects. Let me see what I can do. Nope. It's a whim. Let's try that again. Ooh. No, no. Juna tries to just go like Brass slam knuckles. on it with her quarter star. <laughs> Brass knuckles come out. Uh, Juna, can you, whilst Akita is like cycling through all of the different Wait, options. Just, just swipe, 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 swipe. <laughs> Juna, can you make uh, make an attack roll, please, with your quarter star? Enkidu's stuck in the, the, the menu, the selection menu. He's in the selection menu. <laughs> right, I've got a six second cooldown window. Hang on. 21. 
Oh, nice. A 21. Yeah, there's almost like, as it's kind of like placed down on the ground, uh, you sort of step back, swing your quarter stuff in. There's almost like a, a spark of light in the amethyst at the end of it as it collides with the, with the glass. Um, and because the whole thing is wrapped up, you don't actually see the crack. You just like feel the your staff like punch much lower than the bell jar is. Mm-hmm. And then just like this very soft light like lifts up out of the... Uh, above this this bell jar like almost the 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 fabric that you'd wrapped in getting caught a little bit and rising and then just a hand pokes out a little silvery hand and just like pulls it off of her head Hmm. she goes does anyone know what year it is oh my gosh yes it's 621 uh 625 (laughs) we tell them the year we'll tell them the year thank you All right, so I've been in there a while then. What a while? Ah, uh, 35 years or so. Ooh. Yeah. 35 years. Do you know what's happened to you? Well, I've had a guess, yeah. Right. You look great. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> so, um, we're going to kill that bitch then that took my body. <gasps> uh, sorry. Uh, what? Eventually. Great. And that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! We got a new ghost friend. We got a ghost friend. Ginga. You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin. Chris Watts as Gaius. Daryl Bailey as Enkidu. Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn. And Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.